1: Today is April 17th, there's no baseball, there continues to be no baseball, but you know what we got? We got some voicemails and we're going to answer them as we talk Yanks. Why'd the song stop? Song stopped. Talking Yanks with old...
0: Recaps galore Statline steaming hot takes
2: Talking Yanks with old John Boy
1: John Boy and Jake Recaps galore Weekly awards Statline steaming hot takes Your Yankees news With these two fine dudes It's time for Talking Yanks Talking
3: Yanks with old John Boy John Boy and Jake Talking
1: yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from Manhattan. And I have my good old friend and co-host Jake coming to you also from Manhattan. And in the bottom right corner, the producer Big Baby David. He's somewhere in New Jersey. We're gonna talk some Yanks. We're gonna answer some voicemails. Going to try and get through this. It's April 17th. Should be in the middle of baseball. We're not. We're not. We got a whole, all of May guaranteed no baseball. June, you can kind of guarantee it too. Maybe July. So, you know, I'm down. Jake, how are you?
0: Hello, ladies. I'm okay. I've moved to the couch. For this voicemail episode, thought about grabbing a drink, didn't it? Ooh, a professional. I, had a, I had half a gummy. So if that, oh if you want to have your drink, go ahead. Um, Yeah, maybe I will. The problem is if I get a drink, it's going to be the dark stuff, which uh, Noodle doesn't need to see me drinking that at this hour, but I'm doing all right. We've uh, we've had a pretty busy week, which again is is pretty wild, all things considered um uh yeah man our schedule i think is busier eh,
1: i was gonna say than if baseball was on but there's no way because baseball's like four hours of a game we work every day but it's still very busy
0: interested to see where the voicemailers are at um it's it's this weird mix of trying trying to get some baseball stuff that kind of matters versus getting as silly as you can so I believe in the people. I I believe that we will win. And uh let's get it.
1: Hats off to Ruko. What a nice conversation. Great
0: guy, man. Great guy. I just uh when I put my phone down the last thing I saw on Instagram was uh it was a quad box, R2C2 picture, Ruko, CC and Burnett and I'm excited to live- listen to that um but the caption on it was just like fantastic by burnett and you could just hear ruko saying it
1: <laughs> i'm excited to listen to that one too i don't think i've really heard M- burnett talk about reflect on his time with you know i've never heard him discuss it that much
0: doesn't seem like a guy the media seeks out
1: <laughs> no and i mean i wonder how honesty is with his relationship with posada because remember that time when burnett threw the pitch and then turned around to like the heavens and was like, "Why would you call that pitch?" <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that,
0: friends? Yeah, yeah. Or they,
1: they would butt butt their heads together with their heads.
0: Okay, first voicemail.
1: Looks like. uh,
0: Are these voicemails brought to us by anyone, Jim?
1: Yeah, a little couple people brought to you by David. A little
0: couple people or a couple little people. Uh,
1: a, a couple, a couple little couple people.
0: Well, a Couple people.
1: Not a couple little people.
0: <laughs> but we know. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know their all their heights and sizes, yeah. but Dave Holburn. <clears throat> oh my God. Uh David Holburn. Thank you very much. Adam Bart Bartel or Bartle. Nick Butler. Frank Osman. The Osman. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oye, oye, oy. Thank God you answered. Nick Petrick. Nick Petrick. Both his names end in CK. That's something that everyone I should CK know. ICK even if you want to, ICK. It. Ick. The guy's full of Icks. Anthony Dyke, John Bowen, and John Rice.
0: I know a John Rice. I wonder if that's, that's my John Rice.
1: Those are our most recent Patreons. We thank them very much for supporting us. You know how uh, the, we thank you very much for supporting us. Pandemic yeah. times, brand new company. Just an support.
0: FYI, yeah. Something I've been putting off, arguably between six months and every day. I put in my uh, I, I got some talking yank slash John Boy Media gear today ordered up. So I
1: saw that order.
0: If you uh, if you've been thinking about it, just know that it's going to happen soon because you're going to see me wearing it and you're going to be like, oh, my God, how good he looks.
1: Oh, my God. I saw you got some women tanks and I was like, oh, he probably got those for Jess. Then OK, I was like, no, he probably got those for himself.
0: No, I did. Actually, I got I got one woman's tank for Jess. Um, and I think she's going to like it a lot. So I'm excited for that.
1: That is exciting. Okay, those. thank you very much, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Doc and Yanks. Let's go to the voicemails. This one looks like it's from a, a foreign number, not a United States Ooh. number. So be prepared for an accent, maybe.
4: Hey, John, Molly, and Jake. This is Chris Armstrong calling from Lima Proof. I have a question. Let's say we play an 80-game season. What would be a good stat line in terms of um, for an MVP and a Young winner? Um, enjoy and and I'll see you guys. Have a good
1: day. Peru. Lima. Shout out. I knew it was coming. An 80-game season, Jake. What would be a good stat line for an MVP? And if, I'm going to look... If up I the, may. Yeah, I'm going to look I up... If If you may. I'm going to look up a guy.
0: Okay. Uh, James, as you know, this has been one of the more exciting things keeping me dark through this dark time keeping me light through this dark time excuse me is that if we get a shortened baseball season whatever it looks like 80 games 100 games 20 games whatever i'll i i have been watching the taiwan baseball (laughs) every every morning i wake up and watch it live so that's fun you have Um, just a little bit just like to just to freshen up it's like a smelling salt for me um just like oh i'm still alive okay um Jim, this is actually really fun because, I mean, your instinct jumps to think of a full year's worth of stats and divide it in half. So, you know, if Mike, if a Mike Trout would normally have a 9-war, 10-war type MVP season, you divide that in half, and it's like, okay, you know, 25 home runs and 60 RBIs and a 330 batting average. But because it's a smaller sample size.
1: My, yeah, my brain didn't work in that fashion at all
0: which it normally does, which is a little surprising. Cause I mean, quick math there, if you divide something in half, there you go. But I was
1: instantly thinking all the slash lines will be way higher.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're going to get a multiplier effect because a lot of people can put together a half season. I mean, if we get a half season, you're going to have some, some kind of crazy numbers. You could see a three seventy two batting average or something you wouldn't normally see. Um, and so that's kind of fun. <laughs> the reverse side of that is you're going to have dudes finish with their worst years ever. Um, but yeah, you could, you could see some, some fun, some fun triple slashes, the batting average on base OPS. You could get some, some wild ones.
1: I'm cruising through trout's first half stats in the last couple of years. Sure. And he really, he doesn't have like a crazy one.
0: Yeah, he just happens.
1: I mean, you know the yeah. He doesn't have like you know, but you know what the the craziest first half of baseball in r- recent history is?
0: It was Barry Bonds.
1: No, maybe I don't know. I mean, it's very debatable, and I yeah, that's all the that's information. A shades of gray thing. Yeah. Uh, what about this first half? Three twenty nine okay. batting average. Okay. Four forty eight on base percentage. Okay. 691 slugging, 1.139 OPS, 208 total bases, 84 games played, 30 home runs. Mm. How about that 80-game sample? That'd probably get you a nice
0: MVP. We'd love to see Judgey win it. I mean,
1: dude, that first half of Judge is crazy. Granted, pitchers were still... Pitching to him as if he was a seven-hole hitter, and not a right. uh, uh, behemoth of a man. But yeah, yeah, my my brain jumps that mv the MVP for the shortened season. Obviously, the counting numbers won't be there, but I think the race opens to way more contenders. Almost anyone, and yeah. and the the slash lines can be crazy. Like you can have a yeah. a three is there is there like a does baseball
0: reference have an on this date like oh there's probably a way to sort it uh x amount katie of games sharp.
1: or something we, we need katie Ooh, on.
0: I, i've got a quick solution and uh something that i can try to distract people with and see how well we should get katie on soon anyways I, i'm missing katie sharp um miss your girl um Let's see if I can get there. Well, the example I was going to use which is an MVP level but is something from recent Yankee memory. Um, I mean Aaron Hicks, his his first half in 2017. It's not MVP level, but he hit 298, he had a 400 on base percentage and he was like a special center fielder. So you're going to see some guys have half seasons like that. Um, Jim, I need you to distract and think of cool things to say while I try to get to where I want to get to.
1: Damn, because I'm trying to get to somewhere as well. What I'm doing, I'll just tell people what I'm doing. I'm sure. going to the Yankees schedule and I'm going to find game 82. And then okay. I'm going to find gonna, some stats. I like that. I'm going to go to the box score and you can see people's season stats. So DJ LeMahieu, on the 80th game of the season had a 345 batting average with a 392 on base percentage. Aaron Judge had a 420 on base percentage. <laughs> They're all pretty good. Sorry, it's okay. It is pretty good. So that's pretty good. So it I think you're good. gonna see probably like a three, like, and that's just the Yankees. So I think a three fifty batting average, like four thirty on base percentage situation, with twenty five homers, some
0: dude can do that for eighty games. So I numbers think, will be a little, little silly.
1: Did I kill enough time for you?
0: Yeah, I might have to circle back on it. It's it's not going to be as easy as I thought it was, but... Okay.
1: And then Cy Young numbers, I mean, again, this is a Yankees podcast, so let's just go to Luis Severino's first half of 2018. Sure. Remember that shit? Yeah. Remember that guy? He was fucking good. I mean, his first 18 games right up until the All-Star break, he had a 198 ERA.
0: Yeah. So. I mean, it's it it leaves our Yankee realm, but how about Jack Flaherty's second half last year? Oh, he was like boy. I think he had a 0.81 or 82 ERA for like his final 12 starts or something silly. Um, so yeah, I mean, someone's someone can do that. And it's it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, our pitcher stretched out. What does that look like? But uh, Jack Flaherty, second you, you,
1: half zero nine three ERA in sixteen games started.
0: Get to see some fun, some fun stats.
1: Thank you, Chris from Peru, for the conversation.
0: Yeah.
3: Hey, John Boy and Jake. It's Gary calling from Frederick, Maryland. Been a Yankees fan for about sixteen years recently converted my fiance from a pirates fan to a Yankees fan go yanks yeah just wanted to call as a new caller to let you uh, let you know the slash ask uh, moving to Boston uh, provided that the coronavirus dies down uh, probably late summer just wanted to ask you guys your opinion on uh, some advice for a Yankees fan living in Boston go yanks
1: you well, know, it's funny. You know, I've always told you that Google voice translates the voicemails. Sure. They translated the go Yanks at the end of his voicemail to, oh, yikes. So I, I was expecting mm. him to be like, just wanted you, just wanted to ask you guys your opinion on some advice for Yankees fans living in Boston. Oh, yikes. Because <laughs> that's yeah. what Google translate. But instead he threw a go Yanks out, which is much yeah better. Uh, I've never been a Yankees fan living in Boston, visited Boston. Jake's visited Boston more than I have. Um, I don't have anything against the city besides, um, Gary, don't dr- try to uh, even attempt to drive in, like, Boston proper because it's, it's the worst mapped-out city of roads ever put together. So don't try to drive. But, um, I, mean, I mean, Boston's a nice city. Doesn't it's a nice place. It's a it's a cool, quaint little small city. It's so I think you're all, you, know, you and you and the misses new Yankee fan will have a fantastic time.
0: And you get yeah. nine games a year I, where the Yankees come into town. Love, love the city of Boston. It's it's all about I mean, it, it comes back to people and knowing people. Um, You uh you're, you're going to get some some friendly FU's when you get a not so friendly one, you got to know that they're the bad guy and you can't lean into that. So you kind of got to read off people a little bit. Um, I I've got my classic, uh, new, new England Patriots Broncos game where I wore a Broncos Jersey at the tailgate. Someone threw it in the fire. Um, turned out he was the bad guy. Um, cause he threw my Broncos Jersey in fire. He's like, dude, you didn't grab it. I was like, yeah. Cause you were being a fucking asshole. You threw it um, in the fire. So, Yeah, so you have to know, uh, and yeah, that guy had his tail between his legs. Dude, it's funny that
1: that happened to both of us, because I, whenever you share it, I share my story. Uh, This girl in high school threw my sweater in the garbage, and I didn't get it out. Same exact thing. So we are very, we're very similar people, but like, we both just made them feel bad for being assholes instead of going and getting it like little bitches.
0: Yeah, so you you got to know the line, um, and then my. My follow-up in the in the bathroom at that same game. Someone was giving me shit in the bathroom. To a fair, slightly over-the-top degree. And then my buddy says, oh, yeah, and he's a Yankees fan, too. Place went silent. I thought I was going to have to bite the toilet or something. Um, and then he said, just kidding. So <laughs> that was a scary moment, good times. But, yeah, Boston's an awesome city. Good slice, good town. Nah, slice ain't great, but. It's
1: edible. Yeah, for sure.
4: Hey guys, it's uh, Aiden the Transistor Radio Kid. Um, I thought of a crackpot idea at a quarantine. So I was thinking, obviously for next year, uh, for the All-Star Game, instead of doing the boring celebrity softball that no one cares about, do like a three-on-three wiffle ball tournament where like the players can like choose their own teams. So like Judge can play with Snell and the third person I can't think of. Just wanted to get your thoughts on the idea. Um, Have a good day. Thanks.
1: Man, I think um I don't remember the transistor radio thing, but did was he did he call in from a transistor radio? I forget what he was saying. Uh could have been. I BBD, sure. do you remember what that that's about?
2: I remember that that exists, but I don't Me too. remember what exists. Me too. Thing is. I remember about... there being a transistor radio
1: thing. Yeah, I remember that. Um the celebrity softball game used to be so entertaining. I agree with Aiden that it, like it sucks now, but I used to love the celebrity softball game at, around the All-Star game when Kenny Mayne was on the mic and they had actual celebrities that I cared about. Like I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. So to hear Aiden say like no one cares about it, I which I think he's correct. I think it's kind of boring now, but it used it, to be.
0: It used to be awesome. For me, it's one inning. Um you know, you, you kind of want to see what celebrities are there, you want to see their first swing, you want to see if the ex major leaguer bombs one just for funsies. But then you watch an inning or a half inning and you're like, oh, um I'm watching people play softball.
1: Why don't they do um, old timers day at the All Star game for like it's just a quick two inning or three inning over fifty? and they get players and then that cuz was what I don't like about celebrity softball is like the bases are in the the home run is in but what I love about old timers day is that when Paul O'Neill hit that home run or Tino hit that home run it was a legit home run i think it would be awesome to see 50 year olds still pitching and hitting like like the, Yan- the yankee fans get to see for old timers day do that for the all star game and just get old all stars hey Older. I... I-
0: I hear you barking, Big Daddy. I, I think I'd be more tuned into that than Celebrity All Star Game for sure. So I googled best first half MLB performances, and I have some stuff. Okay. Uh, Vita Blue, nineteen seventy one. He was seventeen and three heading into the All Star break. Um, old, I know, uh, I know old. records. I know records don't matter that much anymore, but that's still pretty wild. It's good. Um, I mean, what was Cole and then, sixteen
1: yeah. and zero the second half last year?
0: Some like that. Um, Barry, Barry Bonds obviously has a crazy one. Um, Frank Thomas had a 1.3 OPS after 96 games in the first half. So, yeah, I mean, it, it it keeps the doors open to something pretty silly. I feel like a couple of the guys, I mean, didn't Tony Gwynn and Larry Walker approach like 400 uh, at different points in their careers? Like, that would be a wild one. Yeah, that would be such an asterisk.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, and to finish Aiden's call, I'd be less interested in wiffle ball than I am celebrity softball. Watching people play wiffle ball does absolutely nothing for me. And I love playing versions of wiffle ball.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: Even when people send me those trick shots, like you don't think there's a
0: chance you'd like it more than softball.
1: No, I don't think I'd watch. Like, I have no interest in that.
0: But, but I mean, there, you don't have interest in the softball right now either, too, right? I
1: still watch it. I still watch it because part of my youth says used to really like this, so give it a shot, okay. and then
0: usually I bow out. I
1: That's how I know it's not good anymore. But uh, I don't like watching wiffle ball. I tried to, like, make a breakdown of one of those Wiffleball ball leagues, you know? Hmm. It's one of those things where, like, this looks like a blast to play. I have no interest in watching it because it, cause it's it's like magic. You know, you watch, like, Dallas Bird and throw that blitz ball, and you're like, ah, eh, it's not a competitive yeah. It's just like, it's, it's
0: too, whatever. Well, balls a little different that, that shit does different stuff. Oh, it's magic. I mean, if they, if they set up a genuine wiffle ball field and maybe they did like teams of three that played each other or something, I don't know. It'd be, it could be something. I'm not going to rule it out. But
1: like we, Trevor Bauer and all of them just did that. And I watched and made gifts of that, but it wasn't, yeah, wasn't the best. I didn't even like whiff ball. That's why I taped up the balls, so we could hit them harder and throw them faster.
0: It's true. So I don't know.
2: If I may, there's also like a non-zero chance of a guy like pulling an oblique in a whiffle ball game. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't let... And like... You wouldn't let players Active play. players can't be doing that, which is is what he's asking. For. Yeah, no active
1: player would be able to do it. Yeah. At all.
2: Um, no, how stupid would a guy feel if he gets hurt and misses games because he was playing whiffle ball?
0: Mm-hmm. David, you may not. Okay. Oh. Thank you. Next.
3: Hey, what's up, guys? This is uh, Pete in Richmond, Virginia. First time, long time. Kind of going a little stir crazy without baseball, so I was thinking, just kind of playing around with some ideas. And overall, you know, how many bombs do you think John Carlo will end up with? If healthy, you think he's got a shot at the five hundred club? If not. Which current Yankee do you think gets the next big milestone? Hopefully it's Giancarlo to 500. I hate to have to wait on Glaber. Anyway, stay safe, guys. Take care.
1: Wow. All right. Pete in Richmond, thank you. Can we get a Talking Yanks map of where everyone calls us from? Because it always impresses me that we get calls from all over the country. We got one from Peru today. So uh, that's something I want to put on the list. And then we're going to have to fight for some states. Like, might be a while before we get that Wyoming call. But when it happens, the entire uh, audience. I got,
0: I got Wyoming people. Okay,
1: all right. What state yeah. do you think would be the toughest? Idaho. I think we've had Idaho already. Hawaii
0: might have had Idaho.
1: And uh, and I'm checking. Alaska. The, I'm checking your area codes. You can't just call up and say it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's tough. I've got the Denver area code still. Yeah, I have Connecticut. Um, milestone. Anyway,
1: milestones. milestones. Yeah, it's uh. I haven't even looked at
0: at any of that. You know, like um what is Stanton at? So looking looking just at names, the first one that jumped off and could probably do something cool is Araldis Chapman. Um, just feels like he's been closing games for a while and could still be closing games for a while. Um so you could see here him him getting somewhere cool, I guess.
1: He's got 273 saves. So, I mean, he's 27 away from 300, which w- is going to happen in the next full season he plays. Yeah. So yeah, that might be a great call, Jake.
0: Thank you.
2: Stands um, at 308. Stan's at 308.
1: You want him to get Wait. to 500? That will be... Yeah, he's got like what seven years it's, left with it's the game. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna get it. He's only 30 years old, so give him another. And he's got he's gonna be playing for a while because he's got paid to play for a while, so he can run into a few in those later years when they're really just milking the 500 club. So I, I'd have Stanton getting it. I mean, if he gets 25 four years in a row, that's not even that impressive by today's standards, but that gets him there. So, I think he's going to have it.
0: Yeah. I I mean, it'll, a lot of it'll be held. My math was just terrible. Yeah. Oh, it's really bad. And it, it, but it it goes, (laughs) it was. (laughs) Um, It it kind of
1: goes against me. Yeah. You would need 54 years in a row, and that would be incredibly impressive. But he's got seven years on the deal. It's going to be close, but I think you'll get him there.
0: It's going to be close. And it, it falls into this category of, you know, guys can be really good in this game. What Giancarlo has going for him is he got an early start. I mean, Giancarlo Stanton had (laughs) Jesus. He had, he had 117 home runs before he turned 24. (laughs) So that's cool. He got, he got an early start on it and yeah, if he stays healthy and if he could put up a couple, a couple 40 spots in there, that would help a lot to, to help balance out those later years. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's a, it's a grueling sport. He, um, and I think ex- excluding last year, he averaged 127 games per season and 34 home runs. So, uh, if, if he can do that and, and not miss whole years, <laughs> he's got a really good chance, but yeah, it's a gnarly sport, man.
1: Tank was about to get his 100th win in 2020 as a Yankee in his final year
0: guardy has got to be coming up on some Yankee milestones.
1: The joke I just made only worked if you were also fully aware that Tanaka has 75 career wins, and I was saying he was a lock to get 25 wins in 2020. So it was a joke for one person, which is me.
0: We're starting to see your brain come apart right now.
1: It was a really good joke. Going the kick
0: the quick math and the Tanaka to yourself joke.
1: The quick math. Bot. The quick math was brutal, but the best thing about it is I called myself on it pretty, yeah. pretty quickly too.
0: I was, I was going to try to move past it, but I'm, I'm glad you didn't. Um, cause it, it was kind of tough. Um,
1: it was just brutal math. I was, I was in half. Everything was in
0: half. Gardy. has the eighth most defensive games of active outfielders.
1: I think well, I think that means we should move on.
0: Yeah.
4: Okay. Sure. <laughs> What's up, John Boy Jake? It's
3: uh, Christian from Nebraska.
1: Nebraska, uh, check it off.
3: Kind of a weird question for you. If you were the, in charge of forming a boy band of any of these Four current Yankees on the current forty man roster. Who would you put together? You gotta consider some of the uh, stereotypical boy band, you know, you got your front man, you got your brooding boy. Uh which of the four would you pick?
4: Uh just curious to hear your answers. I love to hear you guys talk about it. We're all crazy in these times. Thanks, guys.
1: Thank you, Christian from Nebraska, who I'm guessing is another Bubak. If you call this show from Nebraska, you're related to Bubak. and that's, I mean, as firm stances I've had on something in the last. Yeah, I mean, when you gave minutes, the
0: Nebraska when you gave the Nebraska check after Christian, I heard, videos,
1: I, yo, I heard I I heard dying. Boy, I heard him dying inside after I said it.
0: Damn.
1: Um. Anyway, okay. I mean, I have two answers that I think are must, like absolute. Okay. Absolute Musts on the. I have one of them too On the Yankees boy band situation And then I have a third That I think's in Tanaka Tanaka's an absolute must Tanaka's
0: a lock The hair Oh I guess you could spin off Some K-pop type stuff Don't even need Um, to
1: Uh, And then Glaber's my other lock
0: Ooh Glaber's Glaber's the young guy I like that Those are the two Um,
1: Like they're the two front men But it's a passing of the torch situation Hmm and then my third that I'm somewhat hard on is Geo.
0: Dude, I was also thinking Geo, but I have a bad twist to Geo.
1: You think he's gonna try and steal Glaber shine?
0: No. You know how there's one guy in every boy band that you're kind of like, oh, I think Gio's that guy for me. Like I like him, but I think when you have him up there with Glaber, Tanaka. And like, if our fourth is Judge, or if our fourth is whoever it is, you're like, oh, Geo, okay, yeah. Like, Geo, no, you never, know what he is? Gio you know what never he is? Moment on the song.
1: You know what it is, Jake? Everyone likes Geo. Howie? It's Howie from Backstreet Boys. Who's I don't know the Backstreet Boys names, but everyone likes Maybe. Gio. Everyone likes Geo. But if you run into someone who says Gio's their favorite, you're like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Is your favorite of the
0: four? Yeah, no, like he. Gio's I love got the him. Dance Don't go moves. get
1: me wrong. I like Geo. He belongs in the band, but he's your favorite. He's That's got what, that, the
0: dance moves. He's killing it with the harmonies. But like, yeah, like he's, like he's the fourth guy, and it's clear.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, who's your who? Who's the fourth one? Who is it? It's Tanaka, Glaber, Gio. Do you need like Voight just because you need the the white buff? demographic because i don't the, think he fits
0: the guys that are jumping out for me are tommy canely which changes the whole dynamic of the band
3: <laughs>
1: i mean that's how you break up a band instantly I it mean, changes the
0: whole dynamic of the band judge tommy um, Canley
1: goes solo and it's
0: awful because judge still gets that heartthrob aspect like he's probably not your best singer but he's the big guy he crushes it like he he's got some heartthrob aspect there or and I again it's not our persona of Brett Gardner, but if you could get real tough guy Brett Garner, he's the bad boy of the group. Judge
1: is the DJ and the hype man, and I'm I'm I've decided that.
0: He's not Big in Baby the David. I, I jokingly said you didn't have permission before because you always have permission. Gimme give, give me the BBD boy band.
2: Uh Canley did come to my mind just cause um I can picture him dancing. Energy, yeah. What Kainley does. I agree that that would also br- get the boyfriend to break up pretty early. Yeah. yeah. Um. Everything you said, I'm. Uh, we've said collectively. I agree with. Okay. I don't have. A, I don't really have a spin. Do you? Was a dark horse? Do, do we you have put, dark
1: horses? Do you put a chat out there for for fun?
0: No. You can't. not. No, you can't. You can't.
1: can't. Oh, Higgy higgy's like the one that can actually play a guitar Higgy's the actual music and talent. He, he comes out and plays and and the whole crowd is like oh
0: my god if we're going five man i for sure have higgy and geo and they're everyone's least too popular in the yeah. nicest way
1: yeah i like that all right next up
4: what's up boys it is jordan from boston Not know what to do with myself with no sports, so I figured I'd give you a call and give you uh, either a Yankees question or a non-Yankees question. So non-Yankees question or non-baseball question, I guess. If you're making your family feud team of five people, not including you guys, give me your five Yankees that you want representing you. Baseball question, what advantages do you think a shortened season would have for the Yankees? Got to think they get to use the bullpen more, which is a huge strength. That way they don't get burnt out over 162. Let me know what you guys
1: think. Thanks. Go Yankees. All right, uh, I will. I will do the shortened season just to break up, so we don't go boy band family feud back to back. The Yankees have tons of advantages from a shortened season. I mean, one, they all get to be healthy, and then with that, with Judge and Stanton and Paxton all healthy, now we have crazy depth. So if they have to play double headers. If you have to just you know give guys days and rest them, and you can bring Clint up, you can bring Talkman up, you can bring Forty up, uh, you can log, bring Lasagna up. up.
0: Yeah, I mean they're there, you know. Um, if it's yeah, a seven I mean inning, if it's
1: expanded rosters and all that, they're there. So the the Yankees have a lot of advantage of in a short season.
0: I mean, it's exactly what you're saying. I mean, a seven inning double header, or any double header. The Yankees could roll out an outfield of Stanton, Gardy, Judge. And then the next game, and let's even say Aaron Hicks could be healthy in this world. I mean, you could have Talkman, Hicks, Clint. Um, and that's leaving out like Anduhar, who looked okay out there earlier this year. And like those are two, both like really good outfields. So the Yankees' depth would be a huge advantage. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that's a. Uh, it's funny because people like to hone in on stars, but it's kind of what we were saying before. Like a Nolan Arenado or any of the great players in this game could have special seasons if it's abbreviated. And uh, I think it's also in our Adam Ottavino interview, which if you haven't listened, go yeah, back I mean, and I listen that. Um, but Ottavino was talking about the Dodgers when he was with the Rockies, and he was always like, "We could go man to man with them, but the depth um, mm-hmm. and and." A lot of the great organizations in this league, uh, you have that depth. So that's that's the Yanks' advantage.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, the next one, Jake. Family Feud. This is there's only two options in my head. It's the five starting pitchers, or it's the Ooh. five out of the pen: sans Chapman, because he doesn't hang out in the bullpen the whole game. Right. So, Britain, Ottavino, Chad Green, Kainley, Holder. Those five pecker heads.
0: By the way, Sessa, a little bit of a miss on the boy band. I could see him in there. Um, know what it is? Once the boy band starts to unravel, Sessa replaces Gio. And you're just like, ah.
1: Yeah. Or he replaces Tanaka when Tanaka ages out. And then or, nothing works. Or
0: Tanaka becomes like the Timberlake. And then they try to throw Sessa in there. I like yeah. that. He
1: is the first replacement. Great call. Also a um, great call by me with my family feud answer.
0: The starting pitchers is good. I mean, that's a, I mean, five, five on five right there. Um, Cause you need
1: a unit. I mean, the bullpen's better in my opinion. You need guys that just spend all day just bullshitting about nothing.
0: Yeah. That's where, and you know, we're a couple Packer heads. I'm trying to think what's, what's like, what's a, what's the strong Latin guy team? Like Glaber, Gio, Gary, Seve, and Seve. Like that's a strong team. That's a strong, fun team. Yeah. They're dancing after each guess. They're having a blast. I'm like, I like that team.
1: They are laughing so hard whenever someone gets a, a a question wrong.
0: Oh, when there's a miss, they are killing each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Why don't I mean they did Family Feud. The Yankees did Family Feud with like Headley and McCann way back then.
0: What's the uh? Would the coaches put together a pretty good squad? Booney, Timms, Harky. We don't really know. We don't really know Matt Blake a lot. Nevin and Matt Blake.
1: Oh, my God. They treat Matt Blake like such shit and coaches only. Oh,
0: news.
2: such shit.
1: Just like he's basically their intern. They probably don't because everything about the Yankees is how nice they are to new people and they welcome them and everyone's got a say and all that. But it'd be so much funnier if they were just being
0: just zen. so mean to Matt Blake. Yeah.
4: Hey guys, this is Jimmy from California. Keep seeing the, the Jeter flip play played a lot as we're waiting for games to come back. Question about two possible potential outcomes of that play. How it would it have changed the, the legacy of that play? First, if, if he didn't get Jambi out, say the ball was dropped or the throw was late, would they have questioned him even being there? Or if by virtue of replay, it showed that Jambi was in fact safe. Obviously, they didn't have replay at the time in game. Would that have changed it, uh, the legacy of it all, and in what ways? I got a lesson. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Jimmy from California, for stealing my identity. I don't think, Jake, there's no negative that would have come from it. If the flip's not there in time, or the ump or the replay says it's wrong, no one would be like, "What was he doing there?" There would still be a level of, "I can't believe he was there, even there," but we wouldn't, we wouldn't know. About, I would never leave that game. Like it would, it would never be talked about again. After ten minutes of it happening,
0: but it would in be those ten mi-
1: in those ten minutes, it would be like,
0: that's why he was there. It'd be an old man throwaway line, like like someone would be talking about Jeter, and they'd be like, yeah, you know, I I think he's the greatest hitting shortstop the past a hundred years, and then they'd be like, yeah, you know, and yeah, the advanced defensive stats, we all know those are bullshit. Jeter could pick it. I don't know if it's a Boston fan or if it's a New York fan. It's getting complicated. But they would, you know, they'd be talking about some of Jeter's highlights. They'd be like, oh, that dive into the stand. And then it would be like the throwaway end of combo. They'd be like, oh, dude, he almost flipped it to to Posada and they almost got Giambi right at the end there. Remember that? That would have been all time. So it'd just be that one throwaway line.
1: Yeah. Definitely wouldn't be remembered. Oh, my God. (laughs) Baseball Brit just posted a picture of himself. Hmm. Is this him? That was so, him at yes. age twenty, yeah. Him at age twenty. That's a very London picture of him. Sorry for the podcast audience that can't Ooh. see the picture, but tough. It's it's uh Ooh, fifty two second. Here we go.
3: What's up guys? It's Matt from Virginia again. Um, quick question. I'm listening to Deep to Left with Bucky Dent, and he's interviewing Tex, and he makes a comment that makes sense in my mind. But I think there's always exceptions, especially with this Yankees team this year or last year or, you know, whenever we're going to have a season again. He makes a comment that all the great Yankee teams that won World Series have a left-handed power. So Bucky's point is that in the 11 years since 09, there hasn't been a whole lot of left-handed power real a right-handed heavy. But Judge and Stan are so good at hitting the ball the opposite way and Glaber and Clint and all these guys. Wanted to get your read on that. Have a good one, guys.
1: What's uh, that saying? Thank you, Matt from Virginia. What's that saying? Causation without correlation doesn't cause causation. What's that saying?
0: No taxation without representation.
1: Fuck you, Cornwallis.
0: Get out of here, Brits.
1: We reject you. Come fight us. This is our country now. Uh, But, yeah, the Stamp Act was bullshit. You know, they later imposed it on themselves, you know, later on. There was almost another revolt in uh, the Appalachians. Anyway. This question... The fact that like Bucky and Tex are talking about it like it's real. Like, you know. Just need one one if one if Judge was a lefty and hitting the same amount of home runs, that would have done it. Probably not. I mean,
0: does 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 an Aaron Hicks 30 homer season do it? Like, does that count?
1: Nothing Uh, mattered. I mean, you know
0: now he's a switch hitter, you're an idiot. Thank you. Um but no, I, I I actually Nice, David. I won't poo-poo this um, because I, I was on the record saying this last year when things were going down. There is a certain comfort level. Um, it was a signature of uh, the Joe Torre Yankees. They had such good balance. Bernie was switch hitting. Tino was up there. Um, that, I mean, one through nine, they it seemed like every other hitter. So I do get that there's a comfort aspect to that. Um, But you do have to we did a great split proof episode with KT sharp last year. Second shout out. Um, And as mentioned, I mean, those two giants literally accidentally flip balls that go out of the stadium. So uh, there is something to having that nice lefty at Yankee Stadium. I think there always will be. Um, But these these other guys are good.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's not. That's not the reason. Is it nice to have lefty power? Sure. Yeah. Is it more just kind of happenstance that they won? You know? Whatever. Oh, another foreign number.
4: Hey, guys. Chris Armstrong here calling from Lima Peru down in South America. I have a question for you guys. What would be a good stat lane if we have an 80-game shortened season?
0: We'll same question same question cool oh my cool. god
1: but not the same voicemail so chris from lima peru called in on friday and then wednesday that was smart because he probably thought oh they're not going to answer my friday call because it was so long ago they once said on the podcast if you want your question answered call the day before so really good mm-hmm. job from chris that's how you get your that's how you get you done twice also I didn't have anyone scan the voicemails today, so we're just playing them all.
0: Right.
3: Jimmy, Jake, this is Rick Romanelli. My question for you guys is thinking back to the Mickey Mantle days of preparation for a season. Not quite what it is today. It was a little different. If we were back into the Mickey Mantle preparing days, would we be more... Apt to see some sort of a baseball season happen this year, doing being in the situation we're in. Do you think the tr- the training, the preparing would be a little bit more quicker to get the ball rolling uh, for our baseball season of 2020? Love to hear your thoughts. Love the show. Keep it up.
1: Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Rick. It's kind. It's kind of a a tricky question. So the question is, if in the Mickey Mantle era of preparing. For games, would they be able to get a season in quicker? Because uh, do you think the training and the preparing would be a little bit quicker to get the ball rolling? Um, It's an interesting to tackle because Mickey Mantle is a really bad example because Mickey thought he was going to die at age 50. So he didn't take care of his body in the slightest. So then it took him like two hours to be able to play a game just because he had a terrible body that he abused athletes didn't stay in shape though they would go to spring training to get in shape that's like what everyone says they would show up out of shape and spring training would get them into shape if anything players nowadays stay in shape year-round and the only thing you need to do is get your timing right so just need to fine-tune pitches I think players now can be ready to play in two weeks
0: three weeks yeah i'm i'm gonna disagree with you but it's all semantics i mean like like you're saying guys came to spring training to get in shape and spring training has pretty much always been for the pitchers to stretch out their arms um but i i think the attitude is a lot different i think the the old players you know if they were a mechanic in the off season and they said Hey, we gotta we gotta start the baseball season today. They wouldn't be like, whoa, I don't know, I'm feeling too tired. My this isn't really my oh, yeah, training yeah, regiment. Yeah. The players today would say stuff like that. So I think that's the battle. Like you're right, athletically in theory they should be able to, but I think attitude and what's on the line, they're not gonna do it.
1: Yeah, I think for pitchers it's that way. I think I think we'd be still be surprised how many guys today have that attitude. I think there's a there's a minority that don't. Like you know, the guys we've talked to on the talking baseball, like Dozier and Kipnis, those guys seems like sure, let's fucking go. Like I,
0: I mean a little bit, but then I would I would say Luke Voigt, You know, like he said, coming into spring training, he hadn't seen live pitching in five months. I mean, he hasn't seen live pitching in what a month and a half now.
1: Yeah. Oh, they're definitely going to need a couple weeks. It, it's not about. Yeah, yeah. I just I think it's about. It's more about timing for for everything. Yeah, time, timing and stretching the arm out. I don't. I don't know if there's so, that much difference.
2: Somewhat related, not really, but fun anecdote. There's that Lindsay Adler article a few weeks back about when they like restarted in 1981. Uh, so, and there's a fun Guidry quote where he was like, "Yeah, probably first time through the rotation, we'll just only throw five innings, but then we'll be good." Yeah, and that was like what he thought all the pitchers do. It's just funny.
1: Yanks do that first two times through the rotation. To open up a normal season. And then they do it throughout the entire season. They wouldn't
2: let well. you go five now. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, next up.
2: Hey, John Boy.
3: Hey Jake. Um, long time listener. Um, so I'm just calling in. I want I want you guys to tell me where where would you rank um the best MVP season in the last thirty years? I have A rods two thousand seven MVP season, he hit 143 runs, 54 home runs, 156 RBIs, 95 walks, 314 batting average. Had more home runs than Miguel Cabrera's Triple Crown season. Um, You guys let me know where would you rank your
4: best MVP season ever.
1: Cabrera shouldn't even have won MVP in Triple Crown season.
4: IMO.
0: Wow.
1: Wow. RBIs don't mean anything. Dude, I did a whole baseball reference deep dive yesterday, a live stream, and at the end we were talking about how you can just just walk into so many RBIs. Like Addison Russell had a 95 RBI season with a terrible slash line. Not terrible, but very, very below average slash line. So I was diving into it with people, and you go look, oh, it was like Fowler, Schwarber, Rizzo, and Bryant were the four batters ahead of him. And all of their on base percentage were started with a 380 plus. It's like, yeah. So anytime Addison Russell got a hit, a run scored. But if you took away RBIs, he had a bad season. Yes, so sir, I'm on the I'm, RBI. Yeah, no, I'm starting to get pretty over RBIs. It's got to fall in line with the rest of your stats. But anyway, the question is best MVP season in the last 30 years? Do you have a Rain Man brain that like has this? Because I I couldn't tell Not you. Not really. Similar. I
0: mean, it's just like best seasons ever, right? I mean, it would be like in the last 50 years. I mean, does someone like Bonds count? I I'm guessing no, because of steroids. Um Yeah, I don't know. The the best season someone had then. It's bonds. Yeah, if he counts, it's bonds.
1: Bonds has the best season in all of baseball, right?
0: I mean, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> his numbers are crazy.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good. Illegal steroids. No one else did it. Blah blah blah. He bugs for power.
3: Hey, this is a this is a Alexis from from Harlem here. Um, Yankee fan. Um, I wanted you guys to let me know where we're, what would be the best MVP season ever on your list in the last 30 years. Okay. I'm um, going to have a-
1: we've got We've done it again.
0: Can I think about it for a second? We've
1: done it again. We have another foreign number here.
0: Let me think not, about it for a second. We have another
1: foreign number. What if, can it's, I give,
0: what if it's Peru can again I give, for a third time? Can I give Albert Pujols a shout-out real quick? Sure. Um, What's the numbers? i mean his his highest war looks like it's a nine seven which i mean I think like trout probably has beat um but uh people just need to remember how good pool Hulse won he has he has four years with an o p s that's a one dot one <laughs>
1: four years in a row
0: no 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 oh, but okay uh o three oh six oh eight oh nine he had a one dot one o p s it's crazy.
3: Hey, talking yanks. Senator Bluto, company from Singapore. Uh, any link to you guys mentioning Hank?
1: Singapore, BBD. Put the
0: pin in the map on. Put it calendar. on your map in your room.
3: Steinbrenner last week, and him passing away four years later, four days later. Just curious. And uh, also, post quarantine, when travel opens up, any chance we can get Jake's mom out to Asia? Nothing crazy, no like live bat head soup or live snakes or anything. just uh let us know. go yanks, and thanks, Grams.
1: It says there's a full minute left of this voicemail, but he has stopped talking. Do you think he invite my mom to asia i I mean he said you know any chance we can get Jake's mom out to Asia voicemail's still going. he just hasn't hung up the phone yet doesn't so.
0: know he's hung up.
1: We might have something in the next 10 seconds. Who knows? But yeah, um, he invited your mom to Asia, said what up to my grandma, and said, let's see, he's going to hang up soon. Okay. Okay, he hung up. And um, nothing crazy when your mom goes out to Asia, and he's in uh, Singapore, and Singapore does a lot of crazy stuff, so. I'd be weary of uh, that, Jake. I wouldn't pass that along to your mother.
0: I mean, I'm going to let her do what she wants, but that wasn't the best sell.
1: Also, he said, any link to you guys mentioning Hank Steinbrenner? It was it was odd. a little
0: weird, I'll be honest.
1: It was a little weird that I hadn't thought about him in years, really. Right. And then then that happens. Botter meinhof phenomenon but that's pretty sad pretty 60 yeah. 60's pretty young and i didn't know he was battling and had a bunch of health c- concerns so uh that is sad thoughts to the steinbrenner family for losing a family member Don't. that sucks and then um that was all really right and then the mom your mom going to asia thing yeah all right well
4: John Boy, Jake, Greco, bored as crap out here, man. Uh, I was watching y'all's video of the 98 World Series recap, and it reminded me of a funny story. So um, a friend of mine who's not a baseball fan called me one day, his wife did, and said, hey, you know who Trevor Hoffman is? I was like, "Uh, yeah, of course. She said, well, he stepped on our baby's hand on an airplane flight, and I thought that was kind of funny because she didn't know who he was, but... It got me thinking, who on the Yankees is most likely to accidentally step on a two-year-old hand on an airplane flight? Uh, once I started thinking, I had some fun with it. You know, it couldn't be Chapman Swag, that four-inch plane commercial. Um, you know, it couldn't be Judge, because everyone knows who he is. He wouldn't fit on the regular plane seats, probably. Um, I don't know. I came up with colder because he seems just like a normal dude. Anyways. That's all I got, guys. Bored is crap. Keep it going. Let's go, Yanks.
1: Thank you, Greco. <laughs> I believe this question, Jake, yeah. is which which Yankee is most likely to step on a baby's hand on an airplane? So let me
0: say this. I love Greco landing on Holder. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's a, a lot of times dude. last year where I think Jonathan Holder found himself in a situation, and he's like, we're really doing this? And I, I think uh, stepping on a baby's hand is one of them. I think the obvious one that comes to mind is Canely. Is just dancing kinda, around on the plane, yeah. Just being a crazy man and you clip a baby's hand. Um, I'm going to rule out all the big guys. I think when you're a big guy, you know that you have a certain – way you have to carry yourself for humanity because i mean if judge or like cc or one of the big dudes you clip a baby the wrong way that's life-changing um yeah
1: i don't want to think about how you know the baby's gonna get hurt and all that yeah. stuff
0: um i mean a good story to tell but uh yeah i'm trying to think who's who's a dark horse to step on a baby's hand on a plane Ooh. I don't know, maybe, maybe LeMahieu?
1: DJ, because Le he's in his own element. DJ. He just, he just, just looks wa- at
0: the baby and he's like, you better not cry.
1: Or, no, no, I think he doesn't notice because he's just got an uh, iPad in his hand watching film as he's walking.
0: Maybe his superpowers go to the baby or something? I don't know.
1: Maybe. That'd be crazy. I haven't
0: been in the situation.
1: Two more voicemails. Everyone's going everyone's whooping it up here.
0: York, yeah, we've got o'clock. Noodle's whooping. We've been telling them that they've been for him.
1: You've been you've been giving Noodle stolen valor of the healthcare yeah. workers.
0: Yeah, I'm trying it's trying to keep him in line because he goes insane. So we try to calm him down and like Noodle, they're cheering for you. It's good. Wow. He's kind of our healthcare worker in a way. Mental Thera- health.
1: Be a therapist. So. And you're his.
0: Plaything. No, I'm not. You're his plaything. I'm his toy. Yeah.
3: Hey, Jumbo and Jake. It's Will from Ohio.
1: Ohio. Um,
3: I have a question here. So if they did some sort of shortened season, say in Arizona or just some other format, would there be a trade deadline a month into the season or two months into the season and uh for players on like contract years you can't get that great of a return from because you're only gonna have that player for a few weeks or however long the shortened season would be um that's my only question for the yankees uh one other thing there is a lot of difference in the browns uniforms with the new ones i'd be happy to point them out to you and uh go yankees
1: (laughs) all right well on uh On our daily show, John Boy and Jake Radio, we talked about the Browns uniforms today and how the differences were slight. Uh, Will from Ohio says we're wrong, but I think he's in a little deeper than us. As for the shortened season questions, uh, didn't we read everywhere's a rumor and nothing has any merit, but I thought I read somewhere that they were freeze transactions through the course of the season if it was a shortened season, which I think is actually really interesting and fun because... The trades will be too easy to make. Whoa. Like I think if you have a rental that you're trading away, you're you have to trade him because you want something for him, but no one's gonna give you anything. So then if who if who's a pitcher? Like last year or two years ago, like you know, Cole gets traded to a contender for basically nothing just because it's a shortened season. Then that really makes the season. If you're on the short end of that stick and now you have to face that team and the ALCS or something, and they got a guy for the playoffs for so little because that's what all the offers were. Is Is this making sense what I'm saying?
0: No, no. I think it's gummy crew right now, but I think there is some fun to the no transaction. I see what you're saying. Like, this is the team, but at the same time, um, a, like what if what if all the Yankees starting pitchers went down? I bet you'd be open to them trading for a starting pitcher. I just um, think
1: that the value of the trades is going to be so little that a team could go I think trade you're looking at everything. it from the reverse
0: perspective. It could be a lot more. Like what if, again, this could be a really weird season? what if what if the Texan, Texas Rangers go gangbusters and like they actually have a chance to win the World Series, which they probably wouldn't have had this year? They, they could really use a guy and go out and get them and say, like, hey, like, we have a real chance that we never thought we were going to have before.
1: Yeah, but all um, the all the trades are are less than already at the deadline. Like, everyone always imagines giving up way more than actually gets given up. If you're trading for a guy for one month and one playoffs, the, the deals are going to be so little. Like, if you want to be the team that goes in on all of the – potential trade pieces to get like two pitchers and a bat you could do that if you're the one team that says sure we don't care because it's gonna the prices are gonna be so cheap
0: yeah I I don't really I don't really get that but I I just think what do you mean I, I think that I think the bigger problem is that you're gonna have a I think there's gonna be expanded playoffs if we do play this year and with the shortened season you're gonna have more teams in it so whenever you would make the trade deadline, I think you're only going to have like two or three teams that would clearly be trading. Um, so I, I just don't see. Uh, I I don't know. I I think you just pick a date and you kind of leave it as is. But um, I don't know. Could be a weird year. Yeah, I would
1: just suck if all the prices are like so far down. If you're what do you mean band. by
0: that again? Uh, give me give me one more try because I'm I'm not getting it.
1: Are you getting it, BBD? I feel like I'm making so much sense
2: uh i i understand both perspectives on there's there's the argument that people wouldn't give up anything because like you're going to get them a week and then just for a playoff run but at the same time like you're when you're making a trade deadline trade you're trading for a playoff run basically anyway so i don't know i could see i could see it going both ways with that i just think prices are going to be down it doesn't change it doesn't change like if you're getting training for guys that aren't rentals. So you think, think players still are going to be like the same price? Cause for? it would be.
0: Yes. Wouldn't what? that lead for, to more trading? That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. And it's like that's what but I've been yeah, saying. Saying that's bad. Isn't that a good thing? Isn't that more valid? fun?
0: Isn't that a shortened season? Isn't that everything this should be about? I'm saying
1: if you are on the other end of it and you have to face a team in the ALCS and their pitching staff is now. Two out of three of them, they just traded for it the deadline because prices were so much cheaper. That would suck. Why? I just play don't the think season? the prices
0: would be cheaper. I think I think you could. It'll just be like another trade deadline. You could go out and get those guys too if you want to trade the prospects. You don't. Like think- I think I think the Texas. I think the Texas Rangers might give a prospect away that they wouldn't have traded before and pay more because they have a real shot instead of them being like, well, well maybe we could sneak in as this last wildcard team when this year, like, whoa, they might get in. I think
1: it's going to be like prices are already so cheap at the deadline in comparison. Like they're going down every year that they just go down more because teams will be like, I'm only getting them for a month. I'm not going to give you what I would have given to you last year for three months.
0: I, I mean, I see what you're saying, but you can also have a better chance to win the World Series than you
2: than you would before. Yeah. There's also uh, an argument for I, like I think every like people, game mattering more because less of them.
0: Yeah. I mean, every, uh, and in theory, that stuff translates perfectly. Every game is just two games.
1: And I think we'd get so many trades l- like the Mets and the Reds last year for guys that do have a year attached. Where they're like, well, we didn't give a shit about this season anyway, but let's go do some off-season move right now for next season.
0: I mean, those get- trades were kind of fun. I, I don't see the problem with it.
1: Those Well, those trades weren't fun. They sucked at the time because good players didn't go to contenders. Well,
0: the Mets were trying to go for it. <laughs> I know it doesn't seem like that, but they were. I know. But at the time, you and I were not a fan of those. The Bauer one was odd. I you didn't you didn't believe in it. And I thought there would be a chance because of their money stuff, but I mean, yeah, it would have been cooler if Trevor Bauer went to a team like the Dodgers. But yeah, I mean, that's yeah.
1: I think it's I I think the idea of you play with what you have is kind of cool.
0: I I don't disagree. I think there's a fun twist to it. I I think trading potentially being more open is just as cool.
4: Yeah. Hey John Boyn, Jay. This is Danny. And I was wondering if you were doing an episode of Baggage, which the Yankees would you want to do it with? Thanks. Go Yanks. I'm a little tapped
1: out. I don't want to do another <laughs> boy band family feud. We did two already. You're
0: okay. Uh, we'll whoever's got the best week. baggage.
1: Yeah, we'd have to make up bad backgrounds for players. I don't want to do
0: that. Yeah.
1: Okay, appreciate the question. Appreciate that you're a fan of watching baggage, Danny, but that's kind of a uh, a lot. Not good.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah you'd, you'd have in to, a bad light. <laughs> you'd have to, yeah, it'd have to be, it'd have to be silly baggage. Which, if you start going that route, it's fun. Like, you know, maybe Zach Britton's got something like Zach Britton's, you know, eating snake soup or something, and be like, whoa, no way is he. Well, I was on my ranch in Texas and. All we had was a snake, so we cooked it in soup, and it's like, well, all right, snake soup. Snake soup.
1: Um, yeah, I was going to think of maybe another one since you did one, but I don't want to. It's okay. Because it's it's skeletons in your closet. If you haven't seen "Watching Baggage," go watch it. It's one of our our prized. Yeah, but it's supposed shows. to be
0: like silly. It's supposed to be silly skeletons.
1: Canley would be like, "I'm very loud."
0: I used to drink six Red Bulls a day. Canley might be a good one. That's good.
1: Tanaka. I'm intimidatingly handsome.
0: Yeah. Everyone tells me I should get surgery on my arm, but I was fine for three years.
1: CeCe Sabathia. A lot of my body parts don't work properly.
0: Yeah. Okay, we did it. Perfect brett gardner i drive with the music off
1: i've i've driven 10 hours with the music
0: I off. i drive with the music off what what's this about check out what, watch and baggage well
1: what, what, what do you got on that <laughs>
0: <laughs> jerry's the best Jerry's the
1: best. he's the absolute best i don't have the outro song well maybe zach will put it in otherwise jake will do an impression of my fine grandmother thank you guys very much for listening We appreciate it. Thank you for all the calls. We we checked off a lot of states and places on that map today. What's noodle doing? Just hovering.
0: Yeah, he was just hovering right over me. Oh, it's It's like like stalking. Laid down. That was nice. Yeah, Alpha. Yeah.
1: All right. Cool. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. We will see you on Tuesday. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams.
0: Go Yankees. Yankees. Let's go Yankees.